super excited for today's episode because I talked to Natalia from Nat's Knee Eats and I've followed Natalia for over a year now. We connected on IG I think probably last summer or a bit before that but I've pretty much been following her ever since she started her page and it's just been so crazy to kind of see her grow both in her page and also her as a person and it was just such a great conversation it really felt like i was just talking to an old friend that i hadn't seen in a while and we were kind of catching up which is so crazy because we have never met in person and this was like our first um, conversation that wasn't over dm so that's like it just reminds me how instagram is so crazy and like as much as we give it a bad rap I love when it brings people together and you meet new friends. It's one of my favorite parts about it. So yeah, if you haven't heard of Natalia, she runs her page Nats Knee Eats on IG and then on TikTok, she's Natalia Seliger and she posts a lot about intuitive eating and you know, pretty much saying like F off to diet culture and all the rules that come with that. She talks about her journey and Um, her health journey, how she had a past of disordered eating and just want to plug in a trigger warning if you don't want to really hear about that, this episode might not be for you, but she does talk about overcoming it and you know her journey into getting into intuitive eating, intuitive exercise, how that kind of came about and so it might be really inspiring because a lot of her content is just so inspiring if i could think of one word to describe her and her energy is just unmatched like every time you i see a reel of hers or a post or anything like it just makes me feel good and i think that's such a great thing to have as a creator leaving other people feeling good so i if you take like two seconds to go to her page watch a few of her reels you'll know what i'm talking about but yeah so excited for you to hear this episode i'm going to keep this intro short i'm just going to do my rose thorn and bud segment that i do every week and not gonna lie i for last week's episode definitely wasn't my best episode i kind of feel like i wish i just skipped last week or yeah did it on something else because i just wasn't feeling it and i kind of forced myself to record it even though i yeah i just wasn't feeling it so wasn't my best if that was the first one you listened to i promise go back to other ones and listen to those i don't want that to be your first impression but yeah i've just been feeling kind of out of it for the past two weeks it's kind of that time of summer where it's august and you know uh summer is coming to a close as sad as it is to say so i feel like every august i get those summer blues and even though it's like i can still enjoy summer like it's not like summer's over but yeah i've just been kind of feeling that way especially this week i literally had to take off a few days off instagram but yeah i guess i'll just do my rose thorn and bud without giving away my thorn already but 
my rose for the past week was probably celebrating five years with my boyfriend which was insane because like when you think about it five years is a is a decade is half a decade okay it's not a decade it's half a decade and it's crazy to think about how or like where I was at the start of the relationship and kind of where I am now it's just really yeah interesting to think about that right like I'm a different person but also you grow with another person when you're in a relationship and your identities are kind of like overlapping over time so that was really nice we celebrated yesterday with a dinner um, out at this restaurant called Constantine it was really good actually it's kind of a blend of Mediterranean and Italian food so if you live in Toronto you should check it out it was really delicious and yeah I got some drinks after and just had a really nice night together so that was probably my rose for the past week and then my thorn I already had mentioned this I just been kind of feeling blue kind of in a depressive episode kind of yeah just feeling not my best and I just think this happens every August but I also think it's been going around like I've been seeing on stories on you know people um posting on social media like everybody's kind of feeling something like people you know you might be just like questioning like what you're doing with your life and having those doubts I just feel like a lot of people um are sharing that so there's just something something going on we're all kind of collectively feeling this way maybe you're not but uh if you are you are definitely not alone let me tell you um and my bud which is what i'm looking forward to is probably uh going to the cottage next week i just feel like i need that last summer getaway get out of the city get into nature i'm just like craving nature and i feel like part of maybe me feeling blue is just like i was such a on such a high from traveling and just being on the go and like that buzz of being busy really really um was a distraction and like obviously enjoying summer and i'm kind of now back into routine and like slowing down a lot more so i think it's just kind of been a bunch of factors playing in yeah super excited to go to the cottage next week and just kind of get out of the city and yeah i can't say i'm looking forward to fall that much i know a lot of people are like i'm ready for fall i'm ready for sweater weather and yes i do love the coziness of fall but i just love summer so much and i'm not ready for it to get dark at 5 p.m again it's already getting dark at 8 30 or 8 15 and like that's not okay because it's just slowly slowly coming coming uh back to what it was in the winter and not excited but it is what it is so with that i'm gonna keep this short sweet and get into the podcast with natalia and hope you enjoy i'm here with natalia from nuts neat eats it's kind of a tongue twister but welcome (laughs) thank you so much for being here Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. This is literally my first podcast ever. So a little nervy, but excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Honestly, such an honor to like pop (laughs) your podcast, Cherry, because you (laughs) literally inspire me. You're my second guest. So still getting into that even. Yeah, Um, no, you've been killing it. 
okay, girl, coming from you, like you, oh my really? I'm not even kidding. Like, I don't exaggerate when I say you inspire me every day. Oh, no. stop. Makes me cry. Like you your so reels, sweet. like your everything, just we'll get into all of it. But for those who don't know you and like, maybe they're just like followers from my page who like, don't follow you, uh, maybe give a little like elevator pitch, like who you are, what you do, just like a little spiel of that. Alrighty. Well, hello. I am Natalia. I am 21 years old. Um, I have been living in LA since February. I moved from Orange County. I've lived in California my whole life. Um, and basically, I'm just very passionate about intuitive eating, intuitive lifestyle, no diet culture. Um, I'm getting more into like lifestyle. So like fashion, more um, just a little bit of everything, but yeah, just like healthy recipes, all of that. I'm just very passionate about health and wellness. So, yeah. <laughs> so how long have you had your Instagram? Cause, uh, I don't, yeah. Like the timeline of like when I followed people and everything is kind of a blur. So was it like a year ago or more than a year ago? I started it in January, 2020. So literally like right when the pandemic hit is when I started it pretty much. Wow. That's wild. And like, yeah, for like me and Natalia met on Instagram and like, it's, it's so cool to be one of those people who like have seen you grow and like seen your content um, evolve and like seen you transform yourself. Even though I don't like know you physically and like yeah, we've never met in person. I feel like the connections you make on Instagram can still be so real. So real. I feel like I literally know you like more than I know most people that I follow on my personal account, like my wellness account. Like I feel like the people I follow on there, I know so well because we share so much, you know? So it's like so crazy. It is crazy. And like, we don't even live like in the same country. So it's so wild. Yeah. Um, so why did you start your Instagram page? Like what was kind of that, that thing that made you be like, okay, I'm going to make an Instagram page to like, was it to like hold you accountable or was it like you were starting your journey? Can you tell us more about that? Yeah. So I initially started my page. I was, pretty much like a gym rat. I was obsessed with going to the gym. I was eating intuitively at the time that I started my page. So I was also passionate about intuitive eating, but I didn't really have the intuitive lifestyle that I have now. So that's what kind of, you know, you've seen change on my page is like, I was that, you know, gym person who loved to go every single day, but I did not have a healthy relationship with the gym. Um, So, you know, when the pandemic hit and everything, the gyms were closed and that's when it really put like this intuitive living to the test for me because I was so used to like, just like going to the gym, like that was my therapy. And that was the way that I felt like intuitive eating was beneficial because like, okay, I'm going to eat all this and then go burn it off, you know, but um, so yeah, that was my intention with the account in the beginning was just to kind of hold myself accountable, tell others about intuitive living or intuitive eating. Mm -hmm. Um, And then that's when I kind of just like transitioned. You rode the wave. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Thankful for it, for sure. Yeah. And like you also, so did you start your TikTok around the same time or was it a bit later? Because I feel like like you popped off on TikTok and like for good reason too, because your content is just relatable. It's inspiring. Like 
I feel my energy like go up when I watch your stuff. So oh it makes sense that like that. it kind of like other people resonated that way too. Yeah, no, like hearing that, that is literally why I do what I do. Like just like hearing that like your energy goes up by watching a TikTok of mine, like, okay, like I'm, that literally f- fills my soul up so much. Um, so this is actually kind of a funny story. I don't know if I've ever said this, but I, so spill the tea. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let me spill the tea for a sec. So I started making TikToks in the summer of 2020. Okay. Um, and the reason I started was because I got COVID and I was basically stuck in my room, you know, for like two weeks. Like I yeah. completely quarantined. I was living with my parents at the time. So literally just like stayed in my room for two weeks. It was yeah. like one of the like, craziest. What do I do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. One of the craziest two weeks of my life. Cause in that two weeks, I like my TikTok is like when it grew the most yeah because I was making videos in my room just Mm -hmm. every single day and I was like and then I started getting you know attention from it I was like wait a second this is kind of fun yeah (laughs) um people are actually gaining like insight from this and I'm making people's day and I'm talking about my past and I was making like these transition videos of where I was like filled with diet culture and then into this new intuitive lifestyle Mm -hmm. and like, I was just like, wait, why don't I just like actually full, like full send this? So that's like when it started. Mm-hmm. It like I never knew you had COVID. Like, not that that's yeah. something that everybody has to share, but like, I right. didn't know that that was how it all started. No, literally like low key. I'm thankful I got it because I don't know like, if I so would have like had that like, much time to like yeah. realize like what I wanted, you know, mm-hmm. like all those silver linings that come into sight after the fact is just so crazy. Cause I bet when you realize you're like, well, shit, like I'm at home for two weeks, what am I going to do? So yeah. that's like amazing that it's now, it's now like your job, right? Like you're doing social media full time. So that's just insane to me. It's like the craziest thing ever. Like I think back and I'm just like, how did I get here? Oh yeah, summer 2020, I got COVID. (laughs) Made TikToks in my room for two weeks straight. Here I am. We love that. We love that story. And did you like during that time, or I guess it was summer, but like, were you in school prior to um, starting your TikToks and all of that? Yeah. So I went to community college for two years. And then I transferred to Cal State Long Beach in the fall of 2020. And then I realized that I was, so I was in school for communications and I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I just knew that, you know, I wanted to get that degree, make my parents proud of me, but I had no idea really what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Um, And so then this is another thing that I realized when I got COVID was like, I love creating things and I love just like health and wellness. Like I'm just so passionate about it. And I just feel like, like, am I living my purpose right now with Mm -hmm. like going to school? Like I don't, I don't enjoy, like, you know, obviously school is school. Like not everyone enjoys it, but like, I just didn't feel. Are you passionate about it? Yeah. And I was like, I feel more passionate, like making and posting and like, talking to people through dm about like Mm -hmm. my story and stuff more than like you know the school things that you know everyone does I don't know I just felt like I 
needed to figure out what I wanted, what I truly wanted, you know? So I ended up actually dropping out of school after the fall. Yeah. So during springtime is when I moved to LA, actually. Mm-hmm. I met my roommate, Sion, who also does the same thing as me. I love that for you. Another Bobby. crazy story. Um, but yeah, so I, yeah, I completely dropped out. I don't know if I'm going to go back. I'm kind of just riding the wave. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy what I do right now. So we'll see. But yeah, no, that's awesome. I think like a lot of, I mean, like that decision alone must have been hard, right? I don't like, I think now that you're talking about it, it's like you're saying it in a sentence or two, like it was nothing, but I, I know that it wasn't <laughs> nothing, right? Oh yeah, you know, you know. Yeah. Especially, so, like, you know, when you have parents that are yes. like, you need your degree. Like my mom has always been a very like strict, like make sure you, you know, try your best. She was never like full A's. Cause I I've never been that way. Like I've yeah. been a DC person. Mm-hmm. So she's like, as long as you're trying your best, no D's like whatever. Um, but it was very hard, you know, to tell my parents like, Hey, I'm going to move to LA and just fully like do this. Like they were very confused. They don't mm-hmm. get, you know, social media. It's hard to kind of describe it. Your parents sometimes. Yeah. And be like, I'm actually making money. You know, this isn't just something. So had to, had to, had to break the news, but you're doing obviously very well. And I want to get a little bit more into your content. And you did mention like sharing your story on TikTok and that resonating with a lot of people. And like, clearly you enjoy sharing it as well, but was it like always easy for you to be so open and also like have that confidence? I guess this question kind of focuses more on confidence, but like, have you always been confident in yourself? And is what you, cause like when I see your page and when I see your reels and like all of that, granted this is social media, which is like, we have to take that with a grain of salt, but are you, would you describe yourself as a confident person? And have you always been that way? I would say I definitely try to be as confident as I can. Um, I'm not always confident, you know, but as like in high school, I wasn't the most confident. I definitely felt like an outsider in high school. I did not peak in high school. Same sis. Um, Yeah. (laughs) High school was just not it. But after high school is when I kind of started into, you know, my wellness journey, my self-love journey, just really spending lots of time alone because I went to community college. I was still at home. A lot of my friends um, went to other colleges. So Mm -hmm. I just spent a lot of alone time and a lot of time just getting to know myself Mm -hmm. and growing in confidence and like, you know, making these daily habits that made me grow as a person. And I feel like that's what like brought confidence to me today. The confidence right. I have today is like the inner work I did, you know, a few years ago. Right. And Definitely I feel like, like yeah, I feel like it's also like, so I guess looked down upon and taboo to be like, I don't know, taking yourself out on a date, like just sitting in a cafe alone or, you know, saying no to those plans with friends on Friday night and being like, you know what, like I want to journal at home or like I've had a tough week or whatever it is feel like now it's kind of becoming more like romanticizing your life and your alone time and all of that with what I'm seeing on social media but for you to do that before you even saw it as a trend or like as something that other people are doing is like so strong and courageous because you got to know yourself and I feel like that confidence that you're exuding now is because like you're like I am in a good relationship with myself 
I know myself and like it's part of your journey with intuitive living too is that correct for me to say you literally worded it like so (laughs) I've never had anyone like describe it that way but that is literally so true like I feel like I like people don't understand when I'd be like I'm gonna go for a walk by myself like I'd rather do that tonight than like go out and people are like what why like I don't understand that but I'm just like sometimes I just need my alone time and you don't necessarily need to do that you know every weekend oh 100 yeah you know but like when you need it you need it's fine you know yeah and I love that like you've kind of started with intuitive eating and intuitive exercising and now it's just like I'm just living my life intuitively, which is great because just like part of the definition of intuitive is listening to yourself and what your gut reactions are and everything, not what other people are saying, parents, friends, social media, whatever it is. So I really love that message. Um, So just like getting back on the topic of intuitive eating, because I feel like there were so many questions on this, which makes sense. It's like a lot of your content and I think it helps a lot of people. Um, But what would you say like for somebody who doesn't know what intuitive eating is and food freedom, what is it in your eyes and how did you kind of get into it? And what would be some tips that you would give somebody who's like trying to get into it? Yeah. Well, first I would say, I think the intuitive eating looks different for every single person. I can't tell, like I, the things that I eat on a daily basis are not going to be the things that you eat on a daily basis that are going to give you the same energy. And, you know, like we all, our bodies are all so different, so unique. We all need different things. And I think that that's something that I realized is like when I was following, you know, all these fitness influencers and I was wanting to lose weight and this and that, um, it was very toxic for me because I would be like, okay, the only way to look like this is to eat like this. Mm-hmm. And that was like no carbs, no sugar, you know, diet culture, trend. all the good stuff, all yeah, exactly, all the things <laughs> that literally give me serotonin every day. Um, okay. Um, that was a rough time, <laughs> but I realized that like intuitive eating is like literally just listening to my body. At first it was complicated. Cause it's like, you're told that just eat, you know, whatever you want. And yeah. people think that, okay, like that's going to make me gain weight. That's going to yeah. make me lose control. I totally get that. I, you know, dealt with that too, but mm-hmm. especially I if think- you've like restricted for a while, then you're like, oh, I can have it now. And it's like, you think you're going to like all those times you restricted, you think you're going to like eat everything that you never got to eat, right. which I don't think happens, but people are scared that it's going to happen. Right. And I've definitely had times where I've gone overboard with food, with intuitive eating. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, but that's part of the journey of intuitive eating is like, okay, I'm letting myself eat these things that I once restricted so heavily. Did I overeat that night? Yeah, I did. But then it's like, you get to this point where it's like your set point where you're like, okay, I have no restriction restrictions anymore. And I want to feel good tomorrow. So I'm going to have this cookie. If I want another one, I'll eat another one but I'm not going to have five to 10 anymore because I know that my body does not need that right now. Mm -hmm. And my body is my temple and I want to treat it the way, you know, it feels good and it should be treated. So I feel like just like that mentality has really helped me. It's like, okay, honor your cravings, but also be mindful. Like, how do you, how do I want to feel the next day? You know? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I feel like you're pretty much like estimating or like predicting how you're going to feel like that future self, like, how are you going to treat her? 
like that's really important because I think the a lot of the times when like I guess you treat yourself like even like the words cheat meals and all like I don't like that um, hate it hate it because it's like the words you use <laughs> really like shape your mentality so like why are you calling it like that or why are you calling it like you know a bad or good food or whatever it is yeah there's obviously like some foods that are more nutritious and some that are less but then some of them also like nourish your soul right so right. it's just like how do you like you can't just make that distinction but yeah those tips are really helpful because I feel like sometimes this was like one of the questions that we can like maybe just like jump into right now yeah but like having that balance between like say if your goal is to lose weight or like start a health journey like having that balance between that goal but also intuitive eating like some people are wondering can you even have that goal if you want to eat intuitively yeah I feel like this is a question I get a lot I feel like having balance means having those you know foods that like make your soul like fill up like for me well <laughs> for me obviously like if you know me at all you know I love oatmeal like yeah. it's just Okay. Healthy or not, I'm obsessed with oatmeal. Yeah. I have it every day because it fills my soul up. It's also nutritionally dense. So that's a plus. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like finding balance means finding finding those whole food like recipes that like make you feel energized and recharged and ready for the day. And then mm. also having, you know, going out with a friend and getting a drink or going out and getting a pizza just because you want it. You know, it's like having balance is like what really got me to wanting to live this lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Like when you're only living from a restrictive state, you're just you're like, you're not, you're not satisfying anything. I wasn't happy as a person at all. And mm -hmm. now I'm the happiest I've ever been with food and mm. my relationship with exercise because I have so much balance and it's just like the best feeling ever. So I think that just like making sure you aren't restricting anything. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's a hard concept, trust me. And unless it's like obviously for dietary reasons, yeah. like milk does not sit well in my stomach. Same, same. <laughs> but you know what? Sometimes I'm like, but the cheese board looks too good. <laughs> it just you got you just gotta send it, you know. Yeah. Like the stomach ache is worth it sometimes. Yeah. And I think that that's another thing that's like we could get into where it's like saying no, but like also remembering that like it's not gonna kill you, you yeah. know. Or like you might be uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's just it's don't just don't take life too seriously. Is basically for sure, and it's just like part of that. I feel like is also just trusting yourself. Like, I feel like so many people just, they just think they're going to lose control. And like, I do, I definitely think that there's some aspects that you might feel like you're actually lose control, like when you're binging or when anything like that right. is happening. But trust, I feel like with you mentioning working on yourself, spending time alone, like you probably built the, just that intuitive trust there in your own life. And then it just like translated into like other domains of your life, like eating, exercising, and obviously you had to put in more work for that, but building that relationship with yourself can really bleed into other areas of your life. That is so true. It's like self-discipline, like not being too strict with yourself, but also like having goals that like, you know, you can like achieve and like, mm. that are, you know what I'm saying? Just having, yeah, that like self inner, inner work and just seeing it play out has been really cool to see. Yeah. And I bet it's like reward. It's like motivating for your own self. Cause you're like seeing your journey and you're like, wow, like 
I did that. So it's like, what's stopping me from doing the next thing? Exactly. Exactly. It makes you just want to keep going. That's mm-hmm. like my biggest, like, like people are like, what motivates you to like eat this way, work out this way. It's like, just like setting up these small goals and like actually attaining them. Cause I'm, like, once you, you know, attain those goals, you just want to keep going. That's just how I see it. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. And I love that you like specify that it's like everyone's bio individual, you know, some people yes. like thrive off of like, I don't know, toast and nut butter every day. And like oats might not make them feel the best, but right. like for you, it makes you feel your best. So that's what you're going to have. It just, I think it's trial and error as well. Some people, yeah. you might be overwhelmed. Like, okay, I can eat anything I want now. Like, what do I eat? There's so many options. I've never had yeah. so many options before. And trial and error shouldn't be looked down upon. Like, you just have to see what makes you feel good and what makes you not feel so good. I'm still living with trial and error. Like, you know, like, I'm like, okay, this works for me. This doesn't. Like, that. that's how we all should be, you know? Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be just one way all the time. You're allowed to branch out, try something new. And if it doesn't work out for you, it doesn't work out. But, yeah. Yeah, no, I love that so much. Um, I'm just trying to see if there's any other questions I had here on that. So, So we talked more about, like, food but would you say like your approach to exercise is kind of the same like you is it does it look different from how you approach food because it is kind of like you're not putting something in your body you're more like pushing yourself to move or whatever it is I feel like for me personally in the past I had the goal like I want to look a certain way I want to look like whatever Instagram influencer or whatever and then now it's more like I want to feel a certain way. Like I want to feel good after my workout. I want to, I know that going on that walk is going to make me feel rejuvenated and like really do something for me. So I'm wondering if that mindset shift also came for you where it's like, yes, you can still have physical goals. Like that's also not what I'm trying to say. I still Mm -hmm. have physical goals, but I feel like the mental goals, if they weren't there, like how I feel, then I really just wouldn't be motivated to move my body. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, There's definitely been a huge mindset shift for me. I, so I started going to the gym um, like two years ago, you know, I was a huge gym rat, was obsessed with going. And then it got kind of toxic when I actually, so I started intuitive eating, right? And then I would go to the gym almost every single day, like seven days a week I would go because I thought I had to burn off, you know, all the food I was, again, letting myself eat. Um, And then the pandemic hit, the gyms were closed. And then that's when I realized, okay, there are other forms of movement that I should be doing. The gym was honestly not doing it for me anymore mentally I was just like stuck in this place where I was fighting with food and like exercise it was just very very toxic Mm -hmm. so once I started implementing long walks and yoga and just like lighter movement dancing you know those are the things that filled my soul up and like I was like whoa like I feel so good right now Mm -hmm. um So that shift definitely did happen. I feel like I'm always like just wanting to try different forms of movement because I feel like all forms of movement are beautiful. And um, whether that keeps your body guessing too. Yes. It's nice to spice it up. You don't need to stick to one thing, you know, (laughs) Um, like going for a swim or longboarding. Like those are all forms of movement that 
as long as your soul feels good, I feel like that's, that's priority. But again, like you said, like, it's totally okay to like have physical goals. Like right now, for like personally right now where I'm at, I want to get stronger. Like I mm-hmm. just feel like I want to feel stronger and like look mm-hmm. stronger and the two can go together as it's as, sure. as long as you don't like lose yourself in the process and you're not hurting anyone and you're not, you know, being more harmful mm-hmm. to yourself and like getting lost in that like world, you know, I feel yeah. like, cause it's so easy to like, so easy. Cause you're like, okay, I want to look like that. That's how I'm going to look. It's like, no girl, like, like girl genetics, like yeah, all these yeah. other things. Like even if you ate exactly the way somebody else did, it worked out the same. Like if you're did yeah. everything they did, like you're still going to look different. Absolutely. A thousand percent. And I wish I knew that starting my fitness journey, you know, um, I feel like anyone starting their fitness and health journey, it's so easy to like get, get sucked into diet culture mentality. Cause you're like, I'm just doing this for myself. Like I'm doing this to feel my best self, but it's like, mm. honey, you're not eating carbs though. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's not, that's not health. That's not mm. healthy. Like you need some energy. You need, I don't know. It's just, I wish I could tell my younger self some things, but, but you're telling a lot of young girls now, and exactly. like, that's just because I feel like the age of when people are getting on social media is like younger and younger. Yes. And so sometimes when I have like 13 year olds DM me, I'm just like, damn, like imagine being such a big influencer who is like spewing out diet culture BS. Yeah. And yeah, we need more people like you and like some other people on um, Instagram or wherever it is. That's kind of like trying their best to combat everything that those young girls are hearing because it's like so damaging and they're so vulnerable at such an age. No, I know it like is crazy to me. And that's like what I feel really wanted me to fully like pursue this yeah. social media is because the DMS I would receive and like hearing that I've helped someone, you know, have cake with their family or, skip a skip a workout because they just felt like resting and even though they had pizza the night before they're just gonna give themselves rest you know just little things like that where it's like I feel so fulfilled and just so like this is what makes me want to keep going and keep making content so Mm -hmm. I'm very very grateful in a way for like everything I went through with my eating disorder and just like all, like all of it, like my whole life, I'm just grateful for every single experience because it got me to where I am right now. And I just feel very grateful. So. Wow. So beautiful. You're like their older <laughs> sis. That's I know, them that's like, yeah. That's, that's like how I want it to be. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think like you were mentioning earlier, um, I don't remember if this was like before we started the call, but like your content has kind of been shifting to more lifestyle. And I think a lot of what I'm seeing that I really love is like self-love and focusing on that, like loving yourself as a person. And, um, I think that's like hand in hand with intuitive living and like trusting yourself, all of these things that we've been talking about. So what are your favorite habits for self-love or self-care, especially when you're feeling down on yourself? I would say some of my like favorite self-love daily rituals um, are writing down affirmations in the morning. If you know me, (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> you know my Monday affirmations. Affirmation that queen. Is, <laughs> that is just like honestly, like writing down affirmations is what gives me confidence. It's what gives me just like that boost of energy in the morning. Um, so writing down five affirmations definitely helped me as well as like five things I'm grateful for in the morning. Just having an act of gratitude right when I wake up really sets myself up for the day, mm-hmm. um, especially when I've had like, you know, I'm just like down in the dumps. I'm in a depressive episode, like writing down just five things I'm grateful for. It could be the smallest things, you know, like the morning light shining through my window. I don't know. Like it yeah, can get, small yeah, things. Like, like that cheesy if you need, if you're in that space where you need to be that cheesy, it's okay. You know, yeah. um, I feel like with a pandemic, like the small things are what we now cherish. Like those simple oh, mundane God. things. I'm just like coffee shop. Like, I love you. I couldn't go to you before. And it's just like, it fuels my soul now. Yeah. No, the little things are hitting so different lately. Literally. Um, yeah. So I would say, yeah, those, those are like my morning, like things that like help me set myself up for the day. Um, Another thing that I like to do when I'm feeling just not my best and I need to give myself some self-love, I like to just like go get a coffee, go for a walk by the beach, somewhere I feel safe and like comfortable, listen to a podcast, just do something that is getting me out of my room, you know, Mm -hmm. and just Mm -hmm. like not sitting all day, just like moving my body, honestly, Mm -hmm. really helps me just get out of my headspace when I just need some movement. Um, when you're like feeling down or anything, do you like to be alone or do you like to be like around friends or does it depend? Um, I would say I like to be alone, but being with friends does help. Mm -hmm. So when like, I would say one of my friends knows that like, I'm not having a good day, I'm struggling and they're like, you sure you like don't want to go out for like dinner or something usually I'll say no just because like I just like want to be alone but the times I do say yes I do you don't regret it I I don't regret it you know I'm like okay let's go get a burrito let's go talk yeah (laughs) but for the most part just like being alone is my Mm go-to and would you consider yourself like an introvert or extrovert or like an introverted extrovert which is like me (laughs) you know what I feel like I'm constantly changing I feel like I used to be this like huge extrovert and then the pandemic hit and I was more of an introvert Mm -hmm. and now since like moving to LA I have this friend group I'm just like doing more things I feel like I do get my energy from being alone for sure but I also like love just like being out going out doing things doing things. So I would say I'm an introverted extrovert. That's what mm-hmm. it is. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would say in my life right now, I'm definitely on that way. For yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like when I was younger, like I was very much an introvert. Like I would always be like really shy and quiet yeah. and myself. But like when I would make friends, like I would really open up to my friends and be kind of more um, outgoing with them. But over the years, like, especially with me starting my Instagram, I feel like I'm getting more extroverted and like, I'm putting myself more out there. And even my friends like say the same. They're like, if you told me like the Araste you are now would like be like this and stuff compared to like when I knew you in middle school, like I wouldn't believe you because they were like, you're a totally different person, which is so weird for me to hear. But I also believe it because I've I've, like noticed it in myself as well. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah <laughs> I love that for you that's self-growth it is and like even like even to this day though like I feel like with social so I have like a weird relationship with social media like if I'm on it too much it's just like my mental health goes down and I, I can't do it you. I feel you and I'm kind of still like to this day trying to find that balance because you also get FOMO if you're not on it enough. And it's like, right. you also want to be posting enough and all of that, that goes into being a creator. So um, how do you balance that? And this wasn't even a planned question. I'm just like thinking yeah. of it now, but yeah. How do you balance that yourself or like, um, yeah, cultivate a healthy relationship with social media, especially it being your full-time job? Yeah. Oh, this is honestly something I'm like really working on at the moment because when I'm not feeling my best is like, why, why would you want to share that? You know, but at the same time, I feel like I just want to be real with my community mm-hmm. at all times. I'm obviously not going to share every time I'm sad, but <laughs> I want to share the raw moments of when, you know, I'm not feeling super confident. I'm not having the best day because I feel like that's what makes us human. Yeah. Especially, I feel like we're all, you know, in our 20s, early 20s. I have a lot of um, teenage followers and I feel like that's just such a time where we're all really getting to know ourselves, and it's so okay to like have life not be perfect 24-7. Yeah. Um, so I do try and share those moments, but at the same time, I do need my privacy a little bit. So. I think that like when I'm having an extremely, you know, bad week or bad day, I try to stay off social media and I'll just try and, you know, do something, be with a friend, call a friend, just do things that I know will make me feel better so that I can feel my best self the next day and Mm -hmm. be there for my community, you know? Yeah. And then I just want to be there. Mm -hmm. And like, that was literally me like the past two days. Like I was just like, honestly, I can't, I can't open the app right now. Like every time I open it, I'm like flooded with like anxiety and just like overwhelmed with like sometimes just seeing so many posts and so many stories, like it's designed in a way to overwhelm you and to like keep you on the app as well. So yeah, I was just like not feeling it. And like, yeah, two days off, it was just like what I needed to like re-energize me and that's I don't so think good. It- I need to get on your level. Like, I, to, <laughs> I don't think I've taken a day off of that, like a full 24 hours off of social media since I started. Yeah, no, it's so like, I should really do that. <laughs> last summer, I did like literally a full week. And I'm not wow. even kidding. Like, when you, I feel like I remember that. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, people were like, oh my God, you're back. And I was like, yeah, but like a full week is like years on social media. Like, it feels oh, like, yeah. So, start with a day. I would say start with a day. I think then I was just like, I'm already going away to like the cottage. Like I might as well coincide it with like also taking a phone break because there's no like Wi-Fi there. So I'm like, I'm going to use my data and all that. And then I just knew that like, it just feels right when it feels right. You're like, okay, I'm going to do this. And like, trust me, no one's going to forget about you. I know, I know. You're you're motivating me to take a. I think I need. I honestly do need it because <laughs> your girl's been going through it a little bit with social media. But yeah, I feel like a good twenty four hours, like a Sunday, good. like a day where it's already like a chill. You know, you're right. You're putting me on something right now. <laughs> think about it. Think about it. <laughs> well, definitely think about it. Yeah. Okay. So I think I'm gonna get to some questions from followers. Um, some of them we've already kind of addressed and I'll just do those. And then we'll like end with some like really rapid fire, like more fun questions to lighten the mood a bit. 
So from um, follower questions, so somebody asked, um, how do you let go of your old self? And I think this kind of like, I, I saw one of your reels or TikToks recently about losing your old self, but you're also transforming. So you're kind of like in that weird limbo where you're like mm-hmm. not fully in either old or new. So mm-hmm. how do you let go of that old one? I feel like this is something I'm also currently working on. Um, letting go of your old self is not easy because it's all you've ever known in a way. And for me, like I'm in the best place ever right now. Um, what am I trying to say? I mean, like, like me a year ago would see me now and be like, wow, like she's thriving. She's doing so, so good. And it's because like, I've, you know, put in the work and the discipline and the hard, like, it's not an easy journey, you know, to like get to where you want to be, but to fully let go of your old self, I feel like you just need to like, remember where you are right now and remember where you want to be, because it's like, you're always just going to keep improving. Like if that's, if you have that mentality, then it's like, you're set, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So like my old self, there's things I miss, of course, there's people Mm -hmm. I miss, but those people are no longer serving me. And those things that were in my life are no longer serving me. So even though I'm maybe uncomfortable with the way my life is going right now, I know that there is something bigger and better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's, that's like, I feel like also with like self-love journeys, because that's very much like what's trendy right now as well. Like, Mm -hmm. like saying that it's, a journey like I feel like a lot of people think there's just like an end point where it's like okay one day I'm just gonna be this new person and like I'm gonna be my best self and like that's it no more improving and I'm like I'm trying to shift my language to be like okay I'm not being my best self I'm just being a better self yes. and it's like if you say that then it's like okay then there's a better one and like you can keep going and going and it's like a lifelong journey like you can be 90 and like still try to improve <laughs> Exactly. And that's like what I feel like is so beautiful about life is we're constantly evolving. When I'm 40 years old, there's probably still going to be things I want to do and achieve. And it's like, it doesn't, it doesn't run out. So, and like your life, like you're, you go through different chapters and just like, that's what I think is so beautiful about journaling. And like, I know you're really big on journaling. Like you have your prompts and everything too. Mm -hmm. I'll link those in the Mm -hmm. show notes. Um, but that is also so beautiful because then if you like go back and like reread old affirmations, prompts, whatever it is, you can see like how you've transformed and like, whoa, like those aren't my priorities anymore, but they were at one point. And it's just like, that's what I love about documenting those kind of things. It's like literally like seeing into your past. It is absolutely crazy. That's so funny. I literally looked at my prompts the other day just to like see what I was thinking. Who was this version of Natalia a year ago, you know, and seeing the way my mind worked. I'm like, whoa, that is like different. Like to see like, you know, what you're thinking, how you're feeling, what you're going through and having it on paper. Mm -hmm. That's why I love journaling. That's why I'm so passionate about it is because you truly see the growth within you know just a just a page of thoughts it's crazy yeah no that's like it's and it's like I don't do it enough like I don't go back enough and I'm just like I kind of like oh I don't want to cringe at like what I wrote and it's like but it's also just like that's not you anymore and like it's like pat yourself on the back and see how far you've come and like 
it's just amazing to see your own growth without like it just being from other people and it's like you witnessing it yourself yes exactly and a motivating thing for me to start journaling or to continue journaling because I know it can be a hassle sometimes and you don't want to do it but for me it's like I will never have this version of myself currently ever again. Like, I don't want to forget this version. So put it on paper, just let it out and then come back a year later and be like, oh, she was going through it. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Um, I'm like just keeping eye on time. So I don't know if we can go through many more questions, but we did honestly like address a lot just through our conversation. So I think I'm going to do the rapid fire ones because I'm like, let's leave on a lighter note. Yeah. So first question, what is your big three? And for people who don't know what this is, it's an astrology thing. You do have more than one sign. Yes. So I am a Libra. Okay. My rising is a Capricorn and my um, moon. Moon. No, my moon is a Capricorn. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. Beyond's going to yell at me. She's literally like the queen. I'm dead. <laughs> okay <laughs> my rising is um scorpio i'm a scorpio okay, rising. Okay. and then capricorn moon yes my moon yeah okay love that for me libra sun capricorn moon scorpio rising yes how okay. about you i'm sagittarius sun um taurus rising and leo moon oh nice yeah i don't know why i like blink sometimes but yeah <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I have many Libra friends, but like we seem to be vibing. Hey, we're great. All right. We are. We love a good time. We're very balanced. Yes. Always overdressed. I'm sorry. Okay. To all my friends. Literally will show up just overdressed and that's just me. So, but you were on time. You were like on the dot to the zoom call. So love that. That is another thing. I'm always on time. I'll, I'm always early because I hate waiting for people. Yeah. So I'm like, you're like, I want to treat you the way I want to be treated. Period. Period. Yeah. Um, okay. So favorite color at the moment, it can be changing, but what's your favorite color right now? Blue. blue. Right now it's blue. It always changes. Well, no, blue's like always been my favorite color, but like yeah. I have these colors where I'm like, okay, this is my color for the month. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Be back to blue. Be yeah. To yeah. Blue. I'm on green. <laughs> okay. I've been on green for a little bit. I'm just Ooh. like, I love green. Same love with my green. nails. <laughs> Ooh, cute um okay and favorite song or artist at the moment Ooh, that's always shifting for me right now my favorite artist i would say (laughs) drake Drake. (laughs) yes the six yeah yeah no he's like whenever i'm working out he's my go-to you throw on yeah, Drake, 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 Drake. How about you? Um, I was listening to the new Billie Eilish album uh, earlier today and like, I dig it. It's really good. Isn't it so good? I love her. No, she's like, I still have to watch her documentary. Apparently it's really good. Like my friend has been telling me to watch it because apparently it's like a lot, like she shares a lot about her like own struggles and all of that. So I yeah. need to get on that. No, I haven't seen it either. I definitely need to watch it. Yeah. Um, okay, last question. And I asked this to everybody. What does health mean to you? Good question. Um, Health to me means moving my body in ways that feel good, not forced, eating foods that 
fill my soul, my mind, and my body, and just not comparing, like having health be for me and me only, and having fun <laughs> while on the journey, not just being extremely strict, but yeah, just fueling my body with foods that make me feel good and that's that's pretty much it <laughs> I love it and I love that like there's so many aspects you touched on it's like health is not just about what you eat nope. so many other things balance like self-love all these things we've been talking about I feel like it's it's all under that umbrella absolutely absolutely yeah well I love having you on I feel like I could talk for hours with you <laughs> I know that I feel like this literally went by so quick what the heck literally and like it's like one of those feelings where it's like you know when you like haven't seen a friend in a long time and you're just catching up yeah that's what it feels like which is crazy I'm like we've never even talked (laughs) that's the craziest thing about social media is like when you're we've been following each other for more than a year so it's like actually like seeing you and like talking to you I feel like I'm just catching up with an old friend exactly I love that thank you so much for coming on today I'm this is going to be up very soon so I'm sure your followers my followers hopefully just new people whoever this reaches like this is a conversation for the books yes of course thank you so much for having me I loved being on here for my first podcast so exciting I'm so excited for everyone to hear it oh before we leave I have to remember to do this what's your username tiktok like for tiktok instagram like just pimp yourself out on all the stuff Alrighty, um my instagram it's nats need eats <laughs> um my tiktok is just natalia seliger and my pinterest is natalia seliger i feel like what else am i on oh my youtube is natalia seliger. <laughs> <laughs> like what? and um, i'll put yeah. all of that in the show notes in case people want to like spell it correctly or anything like that but definitely follow her i promise promise <laughs> you will not regret it thank you so much for having me I had a blast you're the best Uh, we'll catch up on Instagram and I'm sure I'm sure we'll keep in touch absolutely okay bye bye